welcome back to another episode of Original Understudies, where I've gathered the world's most original understudies, and we're going to perform improv comedy for you using your suggestions. Let me introduce the improvisers, starting with Jack Zulo. Jack, welcome back. Where are you at? Where can people find you? I'm in Brooklyn, New York. You can find me at jackzulo.com. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm happy to be back. Groovy and Tess McCarthy. Uh, where can people find you? And is there any uh, explanation for the beautiful artwork behind you? Ooh, I boring answer first. People can find me on Instagram at B-R-E-L-A-M-A-Y. I announce shows on my stories there. But for the beautiful artwork behind me, well, that would be some just really old granny fashion cloth that my landlord decided would look cute in this <laughs> breakfast nook. It looks good. I thought it was maybe going to be a, a, a real Monet painting. Yeah, well, I, you know, someday, someday I'll make enough money to put a real Monet p- painting in my breakfast nook. Mm-hmm. Max Crandall, welcome back. Uh, where can people find you? Find me on Instagram, Uncle Crandy. And uh, you can find me at Santee Alley selling uh, flower patterns to landlords to put into breakfast nooks. What what inspires your outfit? Do you wear something this wonderful every day or do you dress up for the podcast? I sewed that. I made this shirt myself. You're joking me. No, I I sewed it myself. Oh, that is incredible. Right? Thanks. Is that... (laughs) I mean, this is going to sound bad. Is that the first thing you saw? It's not the first thing I saw. It's the first shirt I've ever made. But yeah. That's how hard was it? Not that hard. I just took a, I took a shirt that I liked and I just copied the pattern. And then you can see that the, the, you can see that the collar is a little silly because I didn't really know how to do a collar, but. <laughs> you gotta show you gotta show a rubber band into the collar yeah, right. and then it's then it goes around your yeah, neck yeah, yeah. and finally we've got chad reinhardt back in action chad where can people find you uh and what's going on uh i'm in uh palms uh at uh like national and bagley um, I'm, I'm often <laughs> hanging out front. Um, don't, I, I'm not smoking cigarettes anymore. Um, oh, but that's, you, you could probably see me out there. I'm usually in these overalls. So, oh, and Instagram, uh, it, you, if you want to see random stories of me trying to do self tapes while the construction's happening next door. How nice. long have you lived there, Chad? I have been here for about seven years, I think. So you lived there at the same time that Mary used to live in that like neighborhood? Yes. And the same time, does Tom Zelenka still live there? No, uh, that I couldn't tell you. Tom Zelenka Be- moved out a while ago. Okay. I, I, Charles Ball used to live in that neighborhood? Oh, I, used yeah, to, I, really, I used really? to live in that friggin' neighborhood if you ever came to my house, James. I was getting to you. I like there's so many improvisers that live right in that area. It's a great neighborhood. It's easy to get to the west side. It's easy to get to the east side in Hollywood. Mm. There's a lot <laughs> of life great. there in downtown. Don't don't you grate me. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. I was, I was at your apartment once or twice, Jack. You would never uh, had to my apartment. In fact, I had to confront you about being being friends and being like, hey, dude, dude, you never hang out at my place and I feel weird. I'm a homebody. Plus, I've got all the video games, you know. Uh, All right. So here's the suggestion. Here's the suggestion that we got. It's uh, 
It goes like this. James, Andrew from Langley here. I recently heard the moon launch got canceled and I feel a bit disappointed. I mean, we were on the verge of having the first Canadian on the moon. Anyway, let's turn this setback into inspiration. Suggestion? Moon landing dreams deferred. Andrew. Uh, wow. I thought every country had people go to the moon already. Oh, well, is that like an exclusive? I mean, certainly thing? not every country. Like no I'm, country, well, Canada. No, I mean, con- come on, Canada didn't get a person up in the moon. Oh, you no. think someone went to the moon? <laughs> well, do you, do you think it's easy to land people on the moon? I mean, it was pretty hard the first time when America got it done. But once you set the path, like, doesn't everybody go up to the moon? No, it was the first moon landing was done just up the street in Hollywood, James. Everybody knows that. (laughs) How can you launch from a flat earth? Think about it. I totally, I, I I totally agree. Flat earth would be tough to launch from. Here's something that (laughs) you launch from a flat earth. You just start spinning it like a coin. Yeah, this might be wrong. So obviously look it up and I don't want to do libel or get in trouble for anything. But I recently heard that Buzz Aldrin was denying the moon landing. Really? Did you guys hear that too? I, I also heard that. But I also, if you hear Buzz Aldrin talk, uh, he's, he's a very old man. Uh, and uh, listen, I don't want to speak ill of the almost dead, but he <laughs> might not be quite in his right mind. That's wild. Yeah. Was he doing it to get on the Joe Rogan podcast or something? Like, why was he? I didn't read where he said it. I didn't read (laughs) why he said it. I read a headline that made me click and then it wanted like me to join some like, I don't know. And that was as far as I got. I had had to look this up. Uh, Not only does interview clips do not show Buzz Aldrin saying moon landing is fake. And I remember this. He actually punched. He tried to punch. As a 72-year-old man, he tried to punch somebody who said that it was fake. Okay, so Ooh. I was just spreading absolute <laughs> bullshit misinformation. <laughs> this I'm is so how sorry. it happens. Hey, but I always preface, like, I gave the exact story. I didn't read what it was about, and I didn't want to join the cult. No, of, the of course, you can say whatever you want if you say, I'm not sure, but before I've heard was, people say, <laughs> right. Many believe and other people say, yeah. <laughs> I want to know about I, the, I, I, I mean, if, that, if Buzz is such a hothead, I want to know about the first fist fight on the moon. I mean, yeah. if, if you're like cooped up in a little yeah. spaceship with these guys, <laughs> tensions are going to be running high. So uh, now I, we're all kind of motioning this slow motion fighting, but I don't know that that's the way it works. Can't you in space, like you might float, but couldn't you do quick, fast punches? Like there's no gravity. So it's just that if you're not moving, you're going slow. I, I think, I think when you're, you're huh, only like point. three inches away from a humiliating and crushing <laughs> death at mm-hmm. the hands of the vacuum of space, you don't, you don't start making fast moves. Unless you have to. I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I, I think because you are rotating uh, in like a, a the motion of a top as you're rotating around the earth at like 90,000 miles an hour, everything looks slow in comparison. Ooh, that's wild. Hey guys, step into my office. I just... Uh, 
I got to pitch you this latest script that came to my brain. Oh, great. Okay, well, we've been wanting something new from you, so let's hear it. Been waiting for someone to deliver a new script to your brain, boss. Yeah, well, you know, I get a lot of people who send me spec scripts and uh, I have to go through them. I have my assistant go through them and then choose the ones that I feel like I'm going to reimagine and make my own. So Okay, sounding dangerously close to plagiarism here, but I'll hear it so, out. So I'll continue on like you didn't accuse me of that again, Rebecca. And well, I feel like uh, we got a new idea. Watch it. Watch for it. Wait for it. Karate in space. Okay. Um, listen, Jeffy, I, it's just that the last three scripts you've brought us have all been different activities in space. So, um, you know, we, we had, we had Canasta in space. Canasta. Sure. Yeah. Great yeah. game. Yeah, well, we, you also had a Top Chef in space. Top Chef in space would have been great if those, if you don't mind me saying, beep, would have agreed to going up into space. Okay, all right. Well, we all know that you're talking about Tom Colicchio, so no need to bleep your own <laughs> words. Um, it's Listen, I just think that maybe space is a little tired and maybe we should move on space to another topic. Space is tired. The undiscovered country, the final frontier. The galaxy far, far away is tired. Okay. I feel like, boss, it might just be that you spent half the studio's money building that space set, and now you just won't move on to a new idea. It's not my fault it went down. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. I just don't think you need to try to make space movies happen, you know? Or you have to inspire a new generation to get out there. We're dying on this planet. Can't you feel it? Every breath I take, I feel my life leaving me. Oh boy. I mean, I, that could, uh, sir, let's all just take a big breath together and feel what this earth has to offer, right? <laughs> And let's just take a big breath together. See what this earth has to offer. Hmm. Uh, I feel a little, uh, some, some particles in the air today. How about you? Hmm? I'm, I'm pretty new at this. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I feel particles in the air. Oh, close your eyes. Okay. Give me your hand. Let me feel your heart beating. I'm sorry, my hands are clammy. Hold on just a moment. There's an accident out front of the studio. Yeah, there's a lot of crime outside your studio. Yeah, it's, okay. I, I just came to try to, like, unwind. Um, oh, I'm you're nervous. doing great. You're doing great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I had uh, vegan chili last night, so I'm a little gassy. I'm sorry if that's what oh, you... Oh, my the, God. The particles in the air that you're feeling right now. Oh, my God. I, 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 okay. It just reminds oh. us that we're all one in this earth, and... Um, oh, I can that taste that. That yeah. isn't good. Can we open a window? Oh, well, we're just going to hear a lot more of the sirens as soon as we crack that window. Yeah, I just... I was already hey, hey Carl Earth son. Yeah, it's the third of the month. Rent is due. Uh, damn it, uh, Becky. All right, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. Uh, mm. 
Okay. I'm you know what? Finish your little class. Finish your little class, but just know that the tensions here are high. Okay. Uh, you're mm-hmm. three months behind and I'm going to have to kick you out on these uh, crime infested streets if you don't pay up. Okay. All right. Oh um, my gosh. Becky, I'm offering, I've been offering you sessions and you should take me up on it because uh, if anyone needs some chill, it's you. I, if I ever catch you trying to run out on your rent again, I will push you through that window. Why are you grabbing me? I will not me? look back. I, there, I got, Why are you grabbing me? I'm, just, I'm very tense, okay? I'm very tense and nothing seems to help. All Becky? right, the life of a landlord is stressful. Becky, let me remind you just what your sweater says. Stay chill. Stay chill. Wow, your uh, your voice uh, kind of calming me down. Say say something else, calming. Stay chill. The fire hydrants will be plugged soon. <sighs> yeah, they oh, they did make an announcement about that. Wow, you know what, Carl? This is this business is important. I see what you've been talking about all these years now. The flood the flooding in the basement isn't that bad. The sub pump will be installed later today. Oh, you really know how to talk to a landlord. Oh, boy. It still stinks in here, though. I, I think hot yoga is a bad idea for this room. Oh, this it's it's heart heart. Sorry. Hot fart yoga. Uh, if you oh. are feeling the hot in your pants, then you're doing it right. You're doing it right. Carol told me that you were spreading rumors. I slept with a lot of people in high school. Uh, that's not true. Oh, uh, I, was that me spreading? I don't. Mm. I'm I'm officially with Carol now. Carol and I are together. So I know that you guys have known each other longer. But I'm with Carol now. I'm pretty sure I didn't start those rumors, but I did hear that you were a big slut back in high school. So That's not even true. I, I dated several people, but never went all the way. Mm. Well, mm. you know, all these bobbleheads on your desk make you look like a child in this office. The, the, these bobbleheads, the heads don't even bounce up and down. Yeah, the, that's because I, I didn't like the noise that they made. They rattled around and they bothered everybody. So I glued them into place. You come across childish. You got to get out of the high school mentality and into the like office world. You can't be spreading rumors about people. Look at my desk. Look over here. Look at this. I'm looking. Organized. Meticulously organized. So doesn't look very fun over there. It looks way more fun over here. Hey, boss, sorry to interrupt. Uh, we got some over-the-pants stuff happening in the break room, and uh, I just want to know if you wanted to get in on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Oh. I'm down. Cool. No doubt. Yeah, let, yeah. Me deal with this, uh, let me deal with this nerd over here yeah, first. Yeah, sure, sure, okay. sure. We got, some, uh, we got some Mountain Dew Berry Blasts in there as well, so take your time. Dude, tight. Yeah, soup. No cap on God. Excuse me, but what is over the pants stuff? Well, I mean, we're not going to do under the pants stuff at work or we'll get in trouble. (laughs) So you got to keep it, you know, PG over the pants, strictly, you know, H on D, 
HMV. Now, I don't want you to feel threatened, but as soon as I'm promoted. Also HMB sometimes, dude. What is HMB? (laughs) You know. No, I don't. You know. H on the B, dude. Hand on the butt? Hand. Greg, I... I think this is wholly inappropriate for the workplace. It would be much more suited in an after-school activity in high school. Yeah, hey kids, settle down, settle down. Okay, I know no one loves to take sex ed, but we've made some changes to the curriculum. Uh, and I think uh, the, oh. it, this all is going to be very much more applicable to your lives. Mrs. Horticulture, this is my third time taking sex ed, and I love this class. Yeah, yeah, you, I, you're only allowed to audit this time. We're not giving you credit for three years of sex ed. Okay, Charlie. So fine. Please don't disrupt the class. I'm here for the experience, Mrs. Horticulture, and I won't. I can't wait to see my first penis. The diagrams are amazing. Oh boy. All right. Well, first up, I hand stuff. Usually we start with, uh, you know, the consequences of pregnancy, but we've decided to start with something that you high schoolers will be much more familiar with. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is it the 100 pictures of penises? Charlie. Charlie, please. We don't get to the penises until class three. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. Last last time you didn't even show up until penis class. Okay. We all know what you're in this class for. So <laughs> she said urine in the class. Yeah. <laughs> urine. Urine class. Dear God. Urine Dear comes God. out <laughs> Here I am trying to do something to better my community. This is a volunteer position, y'all. <laughs> she said, come in community. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Heather, Heather, come into my office. Yeah, hello, hello, sir. Miss Horticulture, we uh, uh, really appreciate you covering sexual education. Just trying to do my best for my community. That's me. If any of our staff had to talk to the students about these things, we think the students would then associate all the sexual tension with their typical teachers. Mm. But you haven't been able to control the classroom. Yeah, well, I'll admit that's not a strength of mine. You know, uh, but a strength, a strength of mine that does exist is uh, drawing real graphic diagrams. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for the visual learners in the class, it's really been working out. Oh, sure. Sure. But Heather, uh, now I don't, I don't want to get too intimate with the conversation, but my mm-hmm. wife and I, when we had what we would call a power struggle, we oh. had to figure out which one of us was dominant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Tell me more about that. And here, one second. Let me just get my sketchbook out. Uh, yeah. Keep talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what she did, I, and I, actually, I brought this in for you. This is a, a bull whip. Oh, all right. Very interesting. Let me see. Yeah, I got the details. Okay. And did that power struggle look something like this? Oh, my God. That's exactly it. But yeah. you you made me look like I had less of a belly, Heather. That was real kind of you. Well, you I know. I hot there. Yeah, that it's all part of the uh, gift. It's all part can, of the gift. It's a gift? You can I can have that? Uh, yes, this is for you. I drew this picture of you and your wife in a sexual power struggle, uh, as an apology. Ah, 
that's uh, that's really mighty kind of you. I, uh, but uh, you could have this bullwhip. You could have this bullwhip. Oh. Maybe it'll help you wrangle the class. Okay, yeah, I can bring this into class. We can see, uh, you know, what these kids think of <laughs> sensation play. Stop! Stop! Please stop! This wasn't in the class last year. Okay, how is this? It's all in the curriculum. Just trust the curriculum, okay? Original studies. I don't know if everybody has the same experience, but for me, I believe it was either fifth or sixth grade when we first learned sex education. Obviously, we knew it was coming way before it happened. (laughs) (laughs) But they had us all get on a bus and we went to like a museum that was just for sex education. Destination guys, sex ed. That's wild. Yeah. And wow. there was like two anim I wouldn't call it animatronics because they didn't move, but they were like um statues that would light up certain parts and you'd see them and you would get in big trouble. We knew going into it that any laughing would get us uh, a detention or I don't know exactly what the punishment was, but a detention, let's call it that. Uh, so, and I, I bet you I could look it up. It was probably everybody in like the suburbs of Chicago had the same thing. Yeah. Just wondering, um, where's this uh, museum at? Maybe like an address yeah. or something just, you know, for <laughs> well, the podcast. Not to go and laugh at it or if anything. I, well, I grew up in Crystal Lake and it was probably an hour drive. So I'd say if you look up like sex ed, like education museum in Chicagoland area, I'm sure there could only be one i doubt that there's multiples of these that's wild i I, yeah you that's oh so you guys didn't do that absolutely no no no, that's no i remember we had one of those overhead projector things where they would like put the cell you know the the gel things on and then at the end they gave all the boys well first they separated us by gender which i think is wild (laughs) and then they gave all the boys uh, Old Spice deodorant at the end. Really? They had a box of it. <laughs> so As clearly they were like, make sure. Yeah, they, it's like they're like, oh, the kids are starting to smell ripe. We better teach them sex eds. I mean, <laughs> right. it's more useful than a lot of sex ed I've heard about. I mean, I feel like yeah. I didn't have sex ed until I was in high school. Say, really? really? Yeah. I think it was I think it was fourth or fifth grade for us also. Yeah, wow. I had a unique sex ed experience because I had sex ed at church, but it was oh a my. Unitarian church. So you'd usually think sex ed at church is gonna be way less yeah. useful. It was it was way more informative. They, they than showed a lot of straight the, porn. They just turned porn on. I mean, like, almost, <laughs> almost. That we learned uh quite a lot. There were diagrams that I remember the book that they gave us, and there were several rounds of it for like the like fourth or fifth grade version they gave us a book and i remember one of the reviews on the back like you know quotations you get on the back cover of a book said uh like oh so useful and kids will love the illustrations we did not we did not love the illustrations in that one uh my sex ed teacher was the guidance counselor's wife who was also the mother of one of my brother's friends. We all went to church together. So I would go over to their house sometimes and the guidance counselor would just dump a bag of chips on the t-shirt that on the couch. So that's the perspective that we're learning sex ed. Wait, what? Yeah. No bowl? No, no bowl. 
just just eat it oh. right right off uh so basically sex ed was uh three minutes and it was and don't that that's oh. that's about all we got and i did oh, not go no. to a christian school yeah <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. I just looked it up. I usually don't do searches and stuff when I'm doing these, but I had to because I thought everybody went to a sex ed museum. It was called the Robert Crown Center and it closed in 2017. Oh, man. So I don't know what the kids do now. I guess they just use the internet. Well, at Unitarian (laughs) churches, they hand out condoms. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. What is is a Unitarian church? uh, Unitarian says it's a religion. It's not. It's uh, it's just a bunch of people who are like, yeah, I do think that you should be nice to others. You don't have to believe in God to go there. You don't have to believe in the same thing at all. Um, They're very Unitarians are actually awesome. They're very like progressive, pro LGBTQ plus pro helping people. It's they're they're wonderful. I haven't heard of this before. I'm pretty dumb in general. And, and cl- cl- like close-minded and ignorant, but yeah, I've never heard of this. <laughs> oh, there it the sounds best. like the kind of church that I would like. It's the kind of church you'd like. It's the kind of church you'd enjoy. It's the kind of church where you should take sex ed. Original understudies. The Dominu Christi. Amen. Hi, everyone. Did he say? Sorry, sorry. It's okay. Uh, first time here, I didn't know that you were going to stop talking right there. No, no. I just wanted to say into the body of Christ, amen, in Latin, amen. just so that it sounded good. Mm, I thought you said Domino's Krusty. Domino's Krusty is the pizza that we prefer here in the unilateral church of everything. Mm. So your children are going to be coming about that time. And when I say time, what, what time are you a psychic? What? Well, no, it's just your children are all entering the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth and ninth grades. Yeah. So we wanted to bring you in and discuss a little bit about sexual relations and how you could maybe identify. Possibly. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yes. My wife said that all these babies were brought by the store. And she is right. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Because I have grown up in a very different religious atmosphere than this, and I like what you're doing here. Wait, I have a little note here. It says you grew up in a shack in eastern Tennessee. I never called it a shack myself. That must have been something my wife said. It does say that you didn't have electric or potable water. Yeah, it says there. Also, uh, say at the bottom there, it says don't mention the shack part. Uh, Pastor, I don't know if you read that part at the bottom. Dominu Christi, amen. Let's move on. I wanted to present you guys with classic literature on and how you could present the sexual compopulation between your children. Oh my God, what is this picture of? What is this on her? Well, you'll what see. Is this okay, on sweetheart, her? sweetheart, calm down. What is this? Uh, father, uh, father, this might be a little advanced for my husband. Uh, you could call me Dynamo. You could call me Dynamo. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Uh, father Dynamo. Thank you. Uh, MD. Uh, I... I actually have avoided having this chat with my husband so far. So, so maybe we could, uh, just, uh, skip over this part, you know, this is my favorite favorite part. I don't want to skip it. 
This is the part I like. I need to learn about this. I need to learn about this. We do have a couples class workshop. If you guys would like to sign up for that at the end of today, I can bring you in on a two-on-two, me, my wife, you two together, some wine, roses, candles. Okay, two-on-two, that's the first time I've heard a class described that way and not like a search term. (laughs) Well, we'd like to keep it intimate and we'd like to keep it smooth, wet, deep, everything that makes a... This sounds like it's exactly what I need. Can I come? Right, right. Uh... See, sweetheart, when you ask me for a uh, wet and deep, uh, I'm not usually picturing Father Dynamo involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a little worried about this. Okay, well, l- what about him? Can he can he come can with I to come the class? With? Yeah, I'll go uh, in your place. Well, then it would probably be a three on three event, and sure, if we find one more, we could we could definitely that, make that happen. I don't know. I'm just I'm just nervous. So I think the more the merrier, right? Well, you look like you're stretching your mouth over there. Do you have anything you want to add there, Brian? Father Dynamo, I was just taking the ball gag out. I can be the third for the three on three. Well, there we great. go. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I haven't even taught my husband what a ball gag is yeah, yet. Wh- uh, I thought you were just eating an apple. What is that? That comes out of your mouth? Here, if you want, you can... You can give him my bull whip. Oh my goodness! Here, if you're just trying to, if you're just trying to ease him in before uh, the ball gag. We are gag. so so far away from bull whip. Uh, we've barely gotten to dental dance. The museum looks great. Okay, don't don't get me wrong. I just don't know if we need a whole museum just dedicated to hospice care it just seems sad and unnecessary part and it's like four wings of a museum just dedicated to hospice care we don't need to teach kids about that yeah well my brother uh is a sex ed teacher and he has his own museum so i wanted my own museum okay that's great. I mean, I think that's great that a family of museum owners clearly are independently wealthy, but just like, for instance, this, this, this exhibit over here yeah. about pulling the plug on grandma. Well, uh, that's one thing that can happen. So I, uh, I put it in the museum. I, yeah, of course, of course that can happen. Yeah, that can happen. But do you want like a, like a 10 year old kid to know that that could happen. Uh, I, I wasn't really thinking about who might come to the museum. Um, but if, if that kid came, they could pull the plug themselves. It's interactive. Oh, see? God, master, it's interactive. master, master, I have your, I have your, I have your marketing plan to get lots of people here oh, to the you. museum. Oh, thank you so much. Sorry, this is my uh, my tiny henchman. Oh, I'm uh, sorry I hadn't introduced I know. you. He to- was the next conversation we were gonna have, but I just felt like he was he was weird, but somehow not yeah. as weird as the museum. Well, well, while we're having this conversation, now is probably a good time to tell you that I have never actually worked in hospice care. Uh, it just seemed like a good idea for a museum. Master, I'm going to hobble off back to my basement cage. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll lock it behind you with this old rattly set of skeleton keys. Yeah. 
Yeah, what was his name again? Igor? <laughs> I wanted to be sure. I, I wanted to be sure it was Igor. Because that's what I heard, and I was like, that can't be right. Yeah. Well, uh, um... <laughs> I noticed recently that, yes, yeah, some of the hospice uh, exhibits seem, yeah, wildly inaccurate. Like the, for instance, the one about bringing grandma back from the dead uh, in a scene that looks eerily similar to, I imagine, how Igor was made. Dad, uh, I saw at the museum that that you could bring grandma back. Uh, I, I don't know why. Like, didn't you love her as much as everybody else does? Oh, I didn't. <clears throat> oh, buddy. Yeah, of course we did. Uh, it's just, you know, finances are a little low right now. And uh, hiring a necromancer is just, we'd have to dip into your college fund. And we, we thought it a, College education is more I, I don't even know for sure that I want to go to college. And, and look at this. I, I, and I, I'm sorry I rushed it, but this is a really low-budget necromancer, and I got an ad for, for him. And I thought maybe we could just talk to him. We don't have to. I miss Grandma. I miss it, Grandma. Yeah, I miss her too, buddy. Um, it, it, it's tough buying that much whiskey every month. Um, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure she's pickled even and beyond, but we, uh, again, this is buy one, get one free necromancy. Okay. Like you can get grandma and then anybody else you want. I don't care. Grandma. And then you pick the other. Um, well, I, I do miss my dog from childhood a lot and I, I've got a, got a sample of his hair. So I, I'm sure the necromancer can do some, DNA imaging. Come on, Dad. We'll just, we'll just have a conversation. We don't have to do it. We just have a oh. conversation with them. Okay, let's just um, we'll pull them up on our. Uh, we'll just we'll just pull them up on our computer. Oh, 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 wow. Uh, um, Dad, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. You, you're wrong. Yeah. Me to bring people <laughs> back from the dead. <laughs> Ah, well, uh, it, it, I guess whoever your master is um, was really good at bringing people back from the dead, judging by your, eh? the, you. I've learned everything, everything my master can do, but I do it at the third of price. <laughs> oh. Well, just taking a look at your resume, which popped up immediately, uh, you do have experience in basement hospice care. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, I find the dirt, the dirt adds to the potions that adds to bringing back people with an earthy smell that is reminiscent of people coming back from dead. <laughs> Dad, Dad, can I ask him a question? Yeah, go right ahead, buddy. Uh, if you bring our grandma back, is she still going to be the same grandma and have all the same memories? She's going to be your grandma, but she's going to be even better because she'll have knowledge of the great beyond. (laughs) 
Hi there, St. Peter. Oh, I'm so pleased to meet you. I had such a wonderful life, a beautiful family, a beautiful son and grandson, and now I'm um, pretty hyped for heaven. So uh, you got a room for me or what? Welcome to the pearly gate. Oh, this is everything I imagined it would be. Pretty nice, wow. huh? Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> oh, hi, have you have you been here long? Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I've uh yeah, say Peter, I've been here since they opened. Okay. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow, that's We're pretty that's open pretty great. Monday through Saturday. Yeah. We take Sundays off for the Lord. That's the choir of angels. Uh, <laughs> they, they have oh a lot of information. Goodness. I mean, um, listen, Earth was great, but I'm yeah. I'm Pete, really ready hey, for Pete, some I, eternal Pete, salvation. Yeah. Pete, Sorry, Pete. hold on a second. Yeah, what is they it? want this one back? They want this one back, Pete. Oh my. Oh me, oh my. I am so sorry I can't let you in. I'm or, I'm sorry, what now? Is this a is this a uh, reincarnation situation? My uh, my henchman just handed me a uh sorry, your henchman? Of, yeah, my little henchman here, yeah. <laughs> it's oh. me, yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't read about him in the in the book. We have a subcontractor who takes care of anyone that's going up or down. Guess yeah, that, guess yeah that makes he's sense. not really affiliated with heaven per se. He uh he just kind of hangs out in the in the basement mostly but um he handed me a little little piece of paper that seems like your son and grandson are um they've hired a necromancer and they're gonna bring you back to life oh boy okay uh well i mean of course i love my family very much but was kind of looking forward to heaven (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah i bet it's really nice in there yeah yeah um we will let you know that if you do go back, there's a chances of you going to hell for eternity. Oh, yeah, that is true. You be, you may become ghoulish, and if you eat anybody while you're down there, you're probably not getting back into heaven. Sorry, sorry, ghoulish? Is that is that yeah. something a necromancer can do? Well, sometimes if they don't bring you back right, you come back different. Oh, dear. Well, my, my son is a total cheapskate. He definitely didn't hire the best one. Ooh, yeah. There is definitely a 90% chance that you will not come back correctly. Yeah, God damn sorry. it. God damn You know what? He was always my least favorite one. I can tell you that. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> she looks. I'm sorry. She looks uh, wrong. Yeah, well, Ted. What happened to her? She's um. Wow. Are you guys happy? Uh, my mouth is on my ass. <laughs> oh my god. Yikes, Dad. Um, we gotta get rid of her. Uh, Mom. Uh. Wow. Uh. Well, we got. We've got some leftover whiskey from from your wake. Uh, I suppose oh, we can. God. I mean, you better. You better. Please remit payment to my cell. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Uh, your your avatar looks uh, not like you at all. It looks very to, angelic. Must have been. I used to a, be handsome. Uh, arrival when you got upstairs. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're gonna send it down to you, Mom. I'm so. 
Sorry, but okay. Uh, yeah, well, you you've got a lot to apologize for. So let's let's start with that whiskey, okay? Dear God, we did dip into your inheritance slash buddy's college fund to bring you back, but you know the boy gets what the boy wants. Oh man, you're gonna spoil that kid. Son, what is this? Is this a I found a rosary in your room. How? What? No, what is this no doing? Way. What is this doing no. in this house? Hmm? I, I was uh, probably Julie left it when she was over here. Let me smell and, your breath. Uh, Let me smell your breath. What? It smells like no. sacramental wine. Have you been going to a Catholic no. church? No, Dad. It was consecrated. I was told it was the blood of the oh, Lamb, not actual, not actual God. wine. This is a Unitarian household, okay? Oh, well, we don't do it's so Dad, Jesus it's so in weird. this house. First, we were at the unilateral church, and then we went over to Unitarian. So we're like, I'm so confused. I'm yeah, very. Your mother what? didn't like the unilateral church, so we went to the Unitarian one, which covers <laughs> unilateralism in it. It's got everything. It doesn't, I mean, I guess it feels like an upgrade from unilateral, which is kind of counterintuitive to the the, 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 the name hey, of the hey, last one. Don't think you're going to get out just by, just by telling me all these fancy words, okay? Just because you're got a good vocabulary, you, you, you got good grades at school, you think you're not in trouble? You know, Dad, I'm busted, I I'm buddy. In, uh, I'm in, uh, I'm grounded or I'm in uh, the purgatory of this home. <laughs> no. We're going to go out and we're going to smoke a bunch of cigarettes. And I don't know, something that Jesus wouldn't want. I don't know. What's the opposite of Jesus? I've never been to one of these churches before. What did he hate? Um, well, uh, poor people, I think. I don't know. I've just been a couple times. Well, we're going to go be poor people then. How do you like that? Huh? Yeah, that's right. We're going to get rid of all your stuff. We're going to sell everything and then we're going to. I don't know. Give the money to a necromancer or something, and we're gonna we're gonna become poor people. Well, Dad, I mean the 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 sign up front of the Catholic Church said M A G A. So like I don't I, I don't know I, I I don't really know what it stands for. I'm sure it's like an acronym of something. This is a mega net school, and uh, you're welcome to put your funds to bring your kids to our school. We're going to learn all the most important things at our mega net school. Uh, is this, would you consider this for your children as, uh, as their educational source? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, the, the mainstream swampy schools just aren't for us. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, honey. Uh, when men are talking, you ain't going to be answering first. All right. Oh my so, God. I'm so sorry. I forgot just, where we were. <laughs> yeah. It's a I, mega net school. Oh God, yeah. I love it here. Yeah. You know, there you. <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I don't want to air our dirty laundry right here in front of the, uh, the superintendent, but uh, th- th- we will uh, visit this once we get back in the car. Oh, you know what? I know this school is in our house, but maybe I should just pop into the cafeteria, see if I can uh, help out with cooking lunch for all the kids. <laughs> Women are for fornicating and cooking. Oh, I guess uh, I guess I better go fuck the chef as well. All right. Uh, hi, yeah, I'm I'm new to town. Um, get him. So, oh, she. 
Oh, jeez. I just... Uh, hey, what? what? Thanks for listening to another episode of Original Understudies. This episode wouldn't be possible without our post-audio engineer and sound designer, and our incredible Patreon supporters. Additionally, we are in the good graces and lucky enough to share a review with you, which got to cut to the front of the line, so next week we're going to use this suggestion. But let me read it for you in my most dramatic voice to just express how thankful I am. It's a five-star review titled, Sorry I'm Late. I'm such an idiot. I should have known about this podcast. I've listened to Alchemy this over and over, but somehow I hadn't heard James announce this show in the AT finale before. Until a few days ago, when I re-listened to the finale, and there it was! James clearly talking about continuing the legacy with original understudies. Well, after a short stunned moment of disbelief, I looked and I found it. Such bittersweet a moment. Bitter on myself for completely missing this vital information for the, the first time, but sweet for the obvious joy of finding 73 episodes of improv genius to live on for the foreseeable future. Thank you guys for your creations. I absolutely love every moment. A scene suggestion, or is it more of a theme suggestion now? Could people be working with the very thing they're allergic to? I'm a gardener and used to work for someone who got hay fever in the spring. I wondered if there was a cleaner allergic to dust, a peanut farmer with a nut allergy, or veterinarian allergic to fur. All the best and the best of all, you're the best, the best of all. Best of wishes from Damien from Tasmania, Australia. Uh, Double Double D? Double D is the name? Apple Podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Catch you next week. See, that's an hour's new run.